Squared Comics Podcast, Episode 5, Volume 3. Number 5. 53. We're on a good pace. And three of us, we get together every couple weeks to talk about comics. I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And those are the three of us, and we talk about comic books and TV shows and movies. But there's no new movies, really, so we haven't talked much about movies. Raya starts this uh, Friday. Yes, whatever. it does start this Friday. Wow. Tom and Jerry came out last and week. Tom and Jerry. I didn't watch it, though. There what is Raya? But it's, it's, it's a, a new Disney movie. New Disney movie. Have they announced what the thing. what the uh, price pre- what the price is on the premiere or whatever? Not that I've heard. Is Regal ever going to reopen their theaters? In Texas, they probably will. Apparently, yeah, it's true. Apparently. Well, I heard Alamo Drafthouse like filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, I think I did, but I thought that happened. When, don't they have two of them? I thought maybe I don't. Know. And I thought I had heard that one of them had. Isn't there one in Kansas City? Alamo Drafthouse, I believe so. There may be. I was um, just thinking in uh, in Austin, San Antonio area that they had two. So guy at work today was asking me. He's like, "Did you see that trailer for the Mortal Kombat movie?" <laughs> oh, like, it's supposed to come on HBO Max. That's no, coming out. No, on is HBO it? Max. Yes. Yes. Oh, I it's, didn't know it's that. on the list. Well, anyway, I watched the trailer today because I had no idea that they even made it. Look a movie. Awesome? It looks better than I thought. I mean, I have no it interest in Mortal Kombat. I want to go back and watch the old ones. They were cool. They I had did. that cool techno soundtrack. <laughs> I did like the because they, they were good at the time. They, I, I don't them. even know the characters because I always played Street what? Fighter. You don't know the characters? Scorpion. Uh, well, Scorpion. Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. And but then Johnny the, Cage. Is it Raiden? Who's the guy that throws the Coro? chains out? Who's the guy that throws well, the chains out? That's Sub-Zero. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Throws, throws the, the chain, chain out. And Get over yeah. here. Because yeah. that's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's his line. Yeah. <laughs> Sub-Zero. Absolutely. I didn't know it was coming out on. It's coming out like next month. Like in yeah. April. I know. It's coming out. Yeah, fast. pretty soon. It's going to be good because we're going to get... The Zack Snyder Justice League oh, in like so two weeks. Lucky. And then, like, two weeks after that, yeah, it's the Kong. Kong, Kong, Kong Godzilla? Godzilla? Kong Godzilla. And then, apparently, a couple of weeks after that, Mortal we're Kombat. getting Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. Never leave my house again. H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-H-O-
whatever country whatever is. Country, the yeah. royal penis is clean. Yeah, the yeah. first 20 minutes is a little slow. Yeah, Once you actually get to America, it starts yeah. to get a lot better. But man, that first Whatever you like. It's pretty rough. Bark like please. a dog. <laughs> Oh a big God. dog. Wow. <laughs> you guys remember this yeah. way better well, than I, just, I, I just watched it. So, no, I've, this but, uh, is 20 years I haven't seen it. But anyway, but then I've got watched a lot better. The, dude, the, the turd scene with sexual chocolate is like the funniest shit ever. It's not that good. It is. I watch it on YouTube all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, when he <laughs> drops the mic and walks away, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's like, this is... Uh, What's his name from, uh, you may know him from the TV show, What's Happening, from the episode, uh, <laughs> That's My Mama. I felt like it's like a Comic-Con, where it's like, there's this guy who was the voice on this show, and I'm like, wow. Troy McClure. The best part chocolate. is, there's a guy, in the, one of the barbershop guys, is like, he good, he good, yeah, this guy's awesome. Yeah, and then there's the three guys from the bar at church, and the dude, they pass around the plate, and he throws his chicken bone in there or something, or whatever. He's like, this ain't a garbage man. I think that happened. I did. Okay. But it's great when he sings the... Let the children. <laughs> we are. We are. The, no, it's the uh, Whitney Houston Whitney song. Houston. The children are our the future. Children are our future. Oh. Yes, they are. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, that old... It's my band, Sexual Chuck. Sexual chocolate, and then he stamps his feet. Sexual chocolate, and <laughs> drops the mic and leaves. <laughs> yep, it's good. It's good and then, of course, it's got Lily Anderson in it when yeah. they're in the restaurant. The whole, I'm on lettuce. Well, now. like Samuel Jackson's in it, and the guy from ER, Eric Lasalle. It's got a lot of people that. Oh, Cuba Gooding Jr. has like a cameo in it. Yeah, it's like amazing how many people are in that movie that you didn't even know were in it. But yeah, it's a good movie. It's pretty solid. I um. It. The thing that struck me with scanners was like mm, back to scanners. That yeah, was, that back, no, it. we're not going to divert yeah, it. Another one to talk about. And so, like that in the beginning, the dude's head blows up. Like yeah. it's really. I know you were obsessed like, with that when we were kids. You're like, I know. So great. This guy's head blows up. It is like he like hits the ceiling. It's the greatest thing ever. This guy's head blows up and he hits the ceiling. And he would like talk about it for like days. And I'm like, dude, it's not that big a deal. And He'd then, be like, staying up till three o'clock in the morning. Scares is on HBO tonight at three o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna stay up and watch it. I'm like, just dude, it's okay. Minutes. It's okay. Just the first five minutes. Just so I can see the brain explode, dude. Yeah. It's not that exciting. But apparently, for Don, it was. Well, the thing is, the it thing struck is, me as I watched the, rewatched the movie. Yeah, there's like, like you start off with that, and you're like, this movie's like gonna be just blood and nothing everywhere. Else happens. Nothing else. That everything else is off camera. They kill a bunch of people. Yeah. But it's like a gun they to a guy's head. Wad. They blew their wad <laughs> the first five minutes. minutes. There was no money left for special effects <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That was the only that thing I wanted to say about it. it. Yeah. yeah. I watched Fat Man. Have you seen that one? Nope. Fat Man. Cell Gibson. In which oh, he, is that horrible? You know, I I had heard... I My expectations must have been really low for it. Is he Santa? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> but he's like a so like an action I, hero Santa. Yeah, so the idea is that there's this old fat guy, you know, type thing, played by Mel Gibson, lives in kind of a cold climate, and he's his business is having troubles and things like this, and um, he's complaining about uh, the 
kids nowadays and other things like this. And uh, he actually has signed a contract with a with the military to keep his business going and things. And uh, as you go through, you there's a, another force that's going on in which they contract a hit on Santa, and they think it's this guy, you know, Mel Gibson, and so this hut, this hitman, and is kind of trying to figure out, you know, where he is. Yeah, uh, it came out last year, right? Yeah, in the last year. Yeah, towards the end of last year. I think it was just oh. before Christmas. Yeah, type <laughs> thing. So it's Mel Gibson as his action, you know, type self, you know, but slowing down in age and whatnot. And it, it's but not... Lobo's paramilitary Christmas special. It's got its parts, you know, type things with it. And so overall, and it doesn't outlast its type of thing. It's like only an hour and a half. Gotcha. So it's really quick. It's moves fast. Doesn't overstay. Its it doesn't welcome. overstay its welcome. And so for that, I was like, yeah, it was okay. I, I didn't. How did you watch it? Because don't you have to pay? Um, don't ask him questions. Oh, sorry. How he watches things. I it's like, but normally it's like a pay to view, right? Like uh, it's like a rental. You have to rent it. Or, not it's not like on a service, service that you subscribe to. It's not on any services that I'm aware of. So Scott likes the dark web. I understand. Yeah. I did order Red Room. Don't ever go. On what? pre-order did it come out in this month this coming like marches okay because i haven't got that one yet because i looked for it in the last one no, no, and i didn't see it you haven't missed it and i was like damn i missed it oh what am yeah. i gonna do so yeah fat man wasn't too bad wait for the trade i guess i watched greyhound as well um is that the that's the one that's with the the tom Anderson? hanks yeah. how did you watch that oh one? i did watch greyhound because so, yeah, that one's at apple plus Type of I did watch Crown. That was pretty yeah. decent. And it know, wasn't. Did. Yeah, I don't think it was too. Here's bad. another one it, that was really kinda, short. It, yeah, it's pretty short. It's kind of. It's pretty tense. You know, it moves pretty fast. You know, and things. I don't. I don't know. That was a necessarily a great movie, but for something that was fairly short and whatever else, I yeah, it kept it was my attention. Interesting because it yeah. was like a part of the war that I hadn't really ever. That's right. Thought much yeah, about. You didn't think too much. much of. So speaking of Mel Gibson, I watched Tequila Sunrise. Oh, I watched oh, that. Wow. No, you don't. Yeah, what are we watching? Except, I watched 30 Minutes or Less, which is an older film, which I think I had seen I've before. I've never seen that. That one with, uh, I tried one, so with Jesse Eisenberg and uh, the, uh, the one guy from uh, Parks and Rec. What, what the fuck is his Chris name? Pratt? No, I think he played Tom. In, oh, okay. in there, oh, okay. Or, uh, Ozzy Ansari. Uh, yeah, I can't ever pronounce his name. But uh, he's in that. And uh, Danny McBride. Oh, fuck. Uh, so it's pretty funny. Uh, and there again, it's another like hour and a half. It's pretty quick. Danny so. McBride's best performance is Tropic Thunder. Oh, I just watched that. <laughs> I, I saw that and I was like, talking to Brandy, you want to watch this? No. Okay. So What did you see? Did Tom, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, it was on, I think it's on Netflix or something. <laughs> I have it on DVD. Is it on Prime? Okay. It's on something. It's on one of the streaming. It's on something. And I we saw were... it and I was like, ooh. And she's like, no. So. We were flipping through stuff and I was like, Tropic Thunder. And she's like, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nope. Like, yeah, why don't the wives well. like that movie? I don't understand. Oh, God, God, that, that movie so cracks me up. Yes. My favorite story about that movie but is... But they I just was, could not make that anymore. You know, I was doing a, oh, yeah, the, no, the whole Robert Downey thing. Just, um, I was out of town for work, and this guy that I worked with, he had a, it was in Greensburg, and he was there for like a year, so they rented him a house, and he had cable and we were sitting around one night and Tropic Thunder was on and it, we turned it on it was like maybe it had already started and I told him I'm like dude I'm like that's Robert, um, Robert Downey Jr. he's like no it isn't I'm like yeah it is 
it, we watched the whole movie and they got to the end and it was the credits. He's like, oh my god, it really was. Robert <laughs> Dude, it really. I'm like, he's not. He's hard with to you. recognize it's in that. Robert like I, I watch it, I know it's oh. him, and I still have trouble seeing it. I'm a lead bomber, motherfucker. <laughs> You talk about my people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Your people. <laughs> I'm a saucier, mm-hmm. cooking it up. Sauces. Oh my god, I know. He's like, oh, he's like, I didn't get late, my baby. He's like, that really happened, man. That's national treasure. I love Danny McBride. He's just, Blow it up, all right, blow it up! Yeah. <laughs> in that line, he's like, I don't know what it's called, I just know the sound it makes when it lies to me. <laughs> that I also watched so the, the Amazon Prime one, the map of tiny perfect things or something like that. Yeah, it's a Prime type. I think it was made by Amazon or whatever. Here's one you guys would like. The Last Action Heroes. Oh, yeah. Have you guys watched that documentary? Oh, no. No, I haven't. I thought you were talking about the movie. No, it's a documentary <laughs> about like is, the 80s action movies and how they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. And how that, like, that whole era. It's pretty interesting. Huh. And what's that on? It's on Prime, I Is believe. it on Prime? Yeah. You guys, since you guys like documentaries. I, I did watch like the... Uh, I did watch like an hour of that... Quaxi, Coldolansa, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that English? Yeah, no. It's so not. the map, the map um, of Tiny Perfect Things, it's like a Groundhog Day type of movie. Uh, but it's more into the teenage type of stuff. So you might like it. He probably wouldn't. Because he doesn't like high school stuff. He does. It. I thought it wasn't too bad. But uh, I can't tell you that. What is it? Catherine Newton, I think, or whatever. She's also plays like in that... Is it freaky or whatever where she's playing like the mass murderer that uh, 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 takes get, it has the yeah. the swap you know with a serial killer? Uh-huh. I think she's a pretty good actress. Oh shit! So. Iron Eagle's on Prime, dude. Iron Eagle, it, yeah, that it is horrible. Koyanis Goatsy. What? Koyanis Goatsy. Okay. Koyanis Scotsy. Okay. I went on to Instagram or Koyanis Scotsy. When does Invincible hit Prime? Hmm. I don't know. I was on like um, uh, it's a wide like March month. isn't it? maybe it is this I was on um, like Instagram or whatever. I figure you'll tell me, you know. So whatever Matt Allison is on, yeah, and Instagram. he had, he had posted that word, and so I googled it because I didn't know what it was. It was like a movie was it that was made like in the eighties or something. Mm-hmm. I guess there were three of them. All he of likes is, weird movies. Yeah, all it is is like time lapse. Uh, of like how we destroy the earth uh, <laughs> they put it to like really weird music so you see like buildings being destroyed and then just like <laughs> like you see a desert and then you see like just miles and miles of power lines and like oil lines and just I don't know, it's it's like I'm uh, glad you mentioned it that was worth hearing about it's like uh, I didn't finish it though Imagine that. WandaVision? You caught up? Yes. Okay. Really? Okay. I did not. I finally did what? like an episode. You this didn't last like the, episode this I did last not one? care for. What? Um, it was great. too much just exposition and too... I really wanted it to move forward and I missed the whole who? TV trope thing. So here who is they, the thing. Who was it? Was it You Opus? hit the nail on the head. It's Opus, right? Which one? The no, last one. No, the last one is... Uh, it's it's Nothing. It's not even anything. It's just moving the story along. She's sitting there in front of the TV talking. Yeah. Like right, but, that's that, more, was the but that was the episode before. That was episode six. That's Modern Family. Or No, that was episode seven. Uh, well, so Modern, Modern Family... So uh, seven is famous. the one where she's talking like an office, Modern Family. Episode eight is all uh, about... Agatha. Agatha and chaos power, really. 
Yeah, and really, she's got her trapped in the basement or whatever. Yeah, yeah she's got her trapped like in the basement, episode. and it's talking about it's going through stages of, you know, Wanda's life. I, I'm with you because I think everything else was so. What's the word? It, you guys it, don't know it, what you're talking about. It was great. It was flowing. It had a certain style to yeah. it. Everything else that was going, and then it seemed like this part was a pause. To go back and relive, you know, things. Yeah. And so, it just didn't feel like your episode right before the end is this where you should place something like this. I don't yeah. even know if it really needed a place in the series. I'm, I'm with well, you. Episode it's, it's five. Episode five did the stall and they gave us some backstory. And I accepted that once, right? Because it, like, did the whole, like, this is where, you know. It, outside of the. Yeah, outside the of the thing. Episode yeah. five. Okay. But then to do it again. Like, right before the end. I know. It just totally destroyed any momentum, in my opinion. I don't know I that just, it destroyed it. But it did for me. I, I mean, just did not feel it was... I was not feeling it uh, at yeah. all. I did not feel it was as good as the, as the rest. <laughs> no, I, mean, I still maybe, enjoyed it. Maybe they should have done that, like... I mean, don't do it right before the last episode. Maybe, like, two or three before that's the, the reveal of the big but it was bad. Ha- but it had to happen after the reveal of Agatha. I know, but... Which they needed to push there's off other as ways, as possible. There's but other ways. But what did you think of that episode, though, too? With the... The modern family office type of thing, and then, and then the ending with the Agatha and her fuck her theme song and whatever the hell else. Oh yeah, my god, that was so good. It was me all along. I mean, for as yeah, exactly for as disappointed I think I was with eight, seven was seven was good. A hoot. Yeah. yeah, I felt they had two strong episodes right before that. Maybe that's the problem. Like I thought the Halloween one was good. I, I do the too. Next one was good. I think the Halloween one was good Which as well. Was- which was well, the other thing is, the episode 8, we didn't find out, like, Vision was still in that truck. Right. Where did he you go? Don't I don't see Vision. Anything. I don't you see don't see anything, anything with uh, Monica or whatever as well. And but, what the hell did Pedro do to her? I don't think I even need to it, know half of that stuff. That doesn't he that come episode. back as the White Vision or whatever? Well, they show that at the very end yeah. of episode 8. But why the heck did we have to... Why, they should have started out the episode that way and, and done some other type stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't care about where Wanda's powers come from or the chaos magic or, the fact or how that she they, got powerful. I don't care, man. Just tell me they the have story. To, they, I, they don't. I don't care. They have to give the backstory of chaos power. I don't want the backstory. I don't care. Or whatever else. Show me something fun. And the fact... And why the Mind Stone or whatever didn't kill her like other kids or whatever the hell else because yeah. she was special already sure. I, I don't know i mean i i agree with you overall i well her i, I still enjoyed it over our mutants but, so they don't have mutants but they don't have they, they haven't said it. the word mutants yet so they're still plopping her that she's a witch more than mutant at this point in time. speaking of just real quick slight segue but like okay so i've been reading my marvel unlimited stuff you know going through and then I've gotten to where they're pushing the in- Inhumans real big. Did anybody ever watch the Inhumans TV series? Uh, I watched like the first two episodes. No, I was at the theater. So bad. To watch it? I watched the first two episodes in the theater. Did you I really? watched them in... I watched them at oh. home. But they did play them in the I know. They, they, had, they released it as like a movie. Yeah. No, they did. I didn't watch any so of that. So nobody watched it. I watched the first two episodes They're on Disney Plus. And... Yeah. You can go back well, and watch Good them. for them. Are they all on there? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, but man, those first two episodes. I didn't even finish. I didn't even finish. It seems like such a weird misstep for, like, the MCU has been so consistent and to have just a total, like, misfire. Crash on that one. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I I agree with you. I don't know if it was poor writing or maybe it was the fact that they couldn't invest in good special effects because, I mean, that takes away a little bit of it there, too. It just seemed cheesy. 
Um, mm. You know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't exactly a big, you know, success story for him necessarily either. But, but at least it lasted five seasons but and it, it had its I fans. I think it lasted more than that, didn't it? I don't know. I'm but it, it, had, it its had its following and... And it was. I watched one, like the first two or three of it, and then just kind of fell away. I'd like to go back and watch. Yeah, it. that's one I'd like to go back and watch a little bit. But I think I watched. I would think I hung out a little bit longer. I think I was probably to season four, so and then that's kind of a lot longer. So, so, cool. But yeah, I was very let down on the. I I don't know. I I don't know that I was necessarily let down. I think I was just expecting more. You know, I didn't. I I figured they only had these two episodes left. And it was going to be well, balls to the wall. And then instead, it really was like, oh, let's just have this, um, to your point, almost this little filler backstory type thing to build up to this last one. And now I'm thinking, there's a whole shit ton of things that you need to, to try to do, but obviously you're not going to tie them all up now. So. Well, I had also read something that like the whole show was going to build into this big kind of superhero action-y movie. And I was expecting that towards the eight and nine episodes. And then I got this episode instead. The other thing I read online is that the last two episodes were supposed to be like an hour each. Yeah. I don't think it was an hour. It was like 48 uh, it was 40 minutes. 40-some minutes. 40-some minutes, yeah. and nothing but, happened. But the thing with that, I don't know what it is with that show. They've got like six, seven, eight minutes of credits, credits. at the end. Oh, yeah, I know. Every, well, every Disney Plus Mandalorian does, because, does that, too. Because they... Think or they have to credit all the people that do the voiceovers for every fucking language they translate right. it into, which is like five minutes of credits right there. Yeah, I know. So I have been rewatching The Mandalorian. We're through episode or season one, and now we're into season two. Hmm. That's okay. so good. You know, I was actually thinking of that one though earlier today. It was more fun watching season one since I've watched season two more recently. But season one's really good, and it was like I'd watch an episode, and be like, "Oh, I remember this episode. It was cool." Like the Prison Break one? That's a great episode. How, so, to your point earlier, you know, of how did Marvel screw up the Inhumans or whatever, how the hell did Star Wars get that part so right, you know, type things? Of Which hiring one? Favreau and Dude, Filoni. Favreau's a genius. I mean, people but, don't give him enough credit. Like, he did Iron Man. So, but here's the thing. I, mean, I don't think You know how much money Disney should be paying Favreau for starting the, the cinematic but, universe and now restoring Star Wars? I don't know that it necessarily is all Favreau though here I don't know that he would be to as successful with Mandalorian if he didn't have Filoni there well yeah but maybe he hired Filoni right? it could be maybe maybe, he maybe he's not that stuff. talented but he knows how to surround himself with you know people who can get, well he get the job well he done. gets a lot of the credit from the writing and things I think Filoni is bringing the heart and soul to that damn thing. Yeah, Filoni's great you know, too, but Favreau's yeah. the one who decided to bring on Filoni. You're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, because right. he's the showrunner. He's kind of the guy, you know. Yeah. And with Iron Man, he's the guy who decided to hire Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, right? Ways. Yeah. So, I mean, he may not... Like, I don't know that Favreau's like some kind of cinematic genius or like the greatest Well, he makes his missteps. Cowboys versus Aliens. <laughs> but, but he apparently knows how to like get the right people in the room and... Right and hit the right notes. Yeah, I think he knows how to pace, how to, you know, build characters, humor, this type of stuff. And uh, I think, like I said, he must have pulled in the right people of having Filoni in there to kind of keep. Yeah, no, Filoni. I agree with you. Filoni's great, and yeah, he's, he's yeah. No, I mean, right there, you should have hired those two for your fucking sequels and and whatever yeah, else. But that's not what they wanted to do, so. though. No, it wasn't. And I don't want to dump too much on. The whole Abrams Johnson type of thing, though, either because of the fact that they they were thrown into shit situations too, though I think as well with yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. 
Abrams had plenty of time and money the first time. He did, and he browned. I think Ryan Johnson did too. I think the only time Abrams got shafted is on the last one. Yeah, but but I think the whole thing, honestly, between I say shafted is because those two didn't talk. They basically said we want a three part movie series, and here you go off and do this one. Here you go off and do this one, and now somebody else for the third. They don't. They didn't have like an overall plan. Yeah, I don't know why that was. Whereas, you know, I feel like the case of what they're doing with the Ma- with the Mandalorian, they had, you know, a plan of point A to point B where they wanted to get, and then you keep the same people there with it to keep it going, moving along. Yeah, people today are too savvy. You can't have, not have a plan. It's too obvious. Like, you may have been able to get away with it back in the day, but mm, yeah, people are too dialed in. Well, and social media will dump on you anyway and whatever the hell else. I mean, look at the freaking Game of Thrones guys. I mean, those poor dudes. Yeah. I mean, they had books and they were doing great. They were praised and then they rushed a little bit at the end and didn't have a great source material anymore. And yeah. Now everybody says they're the worst writers on the planet. I know. They're totally like, trash. And I was I'm like, like, did you well, totally forget what they did for the first yeah, six seasons? Yeah, I mean, seasons? they did a really good job adapting that book oh, yeah. for the first four or five seasons. So Absolutely. I don't, so they obviously have some talent. I mean, they may not just be that good with a blank page. You know what I mean? Right. But give them source material. They got something going on there. Yeah. But everybody forgets that pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's what have you done for me lately. Did you ever finish Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I thought you were going pretty good on that. Then you decided to read all the comics. You decided to read a bunch of comics. And speaking of which, I mean, we're like, uh, yeah, good chunk Yeah, we should probably do some comics. Probably uh, should talk comics because... I think this is stuff I talked about last week. I think this is old stuff. What? That's all old stuff? Here, I talked about... Or, I read... The Chew. Woohoo! That I haven't read yet. Did I get it pretty close? I did, It's on my to-read list. Not too bad. It is... In my to-read box. It's really good. Uh, it's it's humorous, uh, you know. It's kind of in that same universe, obviously, of the of uh, the original Chew and things. It's like Drew mentioned last time, pre chicken bird flu type things, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's just starting in here. But you know, yeah, there's not really too much I can add more than what uh, Drew did. It is amazing how much the Art is to the original Chew. You know, you can tell yeah, it's different. He found different. somebody who drew a lot like him, but yes. it's not the same. It's, it's not quite similar. the same, but it's got. I mean, they're capturing a lot of the little humorous pieces, though. Do your you know, best, type stuff. Rob Gilroy. Well, looking. Go. Well, just looking in the backgrounds and stuff. You know how there'd be like little funny titles of yeah. books or newspaper headlines or whatever else. They still are following on with that same type of stuff, and it's just <laughs> just amusing as hell. What did what did you think about the time jump at the end? What? Um, Why I don't know. I mean, it really it's not yeah, really ruining anything. Yeah, I mean, did it really line up for you? Well, it was weird because, like, right as the book is starting, there's a the flu is beginning, right? Right. And then, they, what is it? Three years it goes forward. Uh, something like that. Yeah. And the flu is still. I mean, it seemed like it should have gone faster. I always got the impression that it happened a lot faster. Oh, see, I never got that impression. That but, got faster, but but the the thing that I had a problem with is what the, didn't line up, huh? What didn't line up? I, it seemed like there was a part where she says something about his daughter, oh, and it seemed like interesting that his daughter was like never you know in oh. previously you know or whatever the heck else yeah. So you know she she makes something some in there you know and things and. uh 
makes it sound like his daughter was like almost just born or something in there, which I was like, that doesn't seem to really line up, yeah. you know, or that his daughter was born during while she was gone, you know. And yeah, it'd be uh, interesting to see like a timeline because yeah, a it's, it's all kind of weird. Yeah, and the way this book was built, it was going to be about Tony Chu's sister, and it was going to be a whole. I thought it was going to be a whole different, like just about her, but. Tony Chu's in it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. The whole family is. Yeah, the whole family. Yeah, really. So, I mean, it's interesting. It's not really what I expected, but it was good. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. It, so, I I'll take more Chu, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't... After reading the original Chu, I didn't really feel like I needed more. But, I mean, if you're going to give me more, it's pretty decent. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm told that you hit the nail on the head right there. I didn't feel like I needed more, but if you bring something out here and to this quality, yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll run with it. I'm glad I... Took the I, I tried it out. I think I'll keep buying it. Yeah. I'll read it for next podcast, and then I won't talk about it. Okay. Oh. What you got? You could talk about it. What did you read? Is the only thing so you read was I read that. I know. I think you gave them to me. Well, you read the first one. Yeah. There's read. a second American one? Jesus. American yeah. Jesus. And apparently, it's going to be a trilogy. You should so. call it American. American. But I Chosen hope, came out like many, many years ago. Right? I know. I'm hoping Mark because Moss? at the end of American Jesus it says uh, to be continued or concluded. I hope it doesn't take him another 20 years to do the next one because I'll probably be dead. What's up with this weird light? Miller's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. All right. So you have to stand him up so there's no glare. So Chosen Just is a three issue <laughs> series that came out like I think it was like 20 years ago. So late. 90s, I think. Sure. These came out like 20 years ago? The first well, the first one did, Chosen. The sequel came out. The sequel came out recently. Recently. Oh, like just like almost everything else we before. do in the movies, huh? Right. Right. So, Chosen is basically, there's this kid. He's like, I don't know, 12, maybe, 14, somewhere around there. Hmm. And he's walking home one day or something, and there's this car wreck on a bridge, and the car falls off and lands on him but it doesn't hurt him it's <laughs> so it's like this unbreakable miracle yeah and so then he starts um he's just like super freaking smart like he knows everything like he's at school and he's like a really bad student and the teacher like yells at him he's like how did he's like you got all these answers he's like how did you get the answers to this test and he's like what do you mean he's like you got like a hundred percent he's like you normally get like d's so he starts quizzing him he's like he's like i don't know i just know it and he's like okay he's like so then he starts asking him questions and he knows all the answers like really obscure shit and the teacher's like how are you doing this and then he's like talking about he's got like holding class like in school he's he's telling everybody like whole you know scripture no he's like with the uh like the physics teachers he's like telling them all kinds of stuff like coming up with all these theories and all this other things well um he ends up getting contacted by some people and they're like we're gonna you know you're the savior or something like you're jesus come back and we're gonna take you away and we're gonna like you know, guide you, and like he goes away with his parents, and he he wants to go. Star. He wants to go away because he doesn't fit in with like normal people anymore, right? Well, it start. I forgot. It starts out, and it's like there's there's an an adult, and he's talking, and he's like they're they're referring to him as like Mister President and this and that, and then then it does a time jump. 
at the end where it does a flip. It does the Miller flip, the, the twist Miller or whatever. Flip, big twist. Where the big twist is he's, he's not... not He's not Jesus, he's the Antichrist, and mm. he's, like, the President of the United States, and he's getting ready to, like, blow up the world, or like, Armageddon is supposed to start, and that's how the series ends. So, 20-year cliffhanger. What happens right. in American Jesus? So, later, American Jesus isn't even really... A 20-year cliffhanger. That's how it, it doesn't, ended, where the Antichrist yeah. uh -huh. was the President. Yeah. Yeah. and he's, like, walking onto a plane to, like, go to some summit or something, or basically start Armageddon. Like, that's how it ends. American Jesus is not really a sequel. Well, motherfucker. So what happens is, well, kind of, sort of. So what happens is, there's no. this, there's this girl. It's only she's three. a teenager. She yeah, it's very short. Yeah, she's a teenager, and um, she gets pregnant, and she's like a really modest. I don't think it's actually Catholic, but it's like a very religious home. You know, that's frowned upon. And she has a boyfriend. <laughs> it's frowned upon. As it's in, frowned like, upon when a teenager, when gets, a teenager pregnant. gets pregnant. It's frowned upon. But she has a boyfriend. But they're damn religious people. <laughs> she has a boyfriend, but... What's their problem? <laughs> she says that they never had sex. Of course. And so... Virgin birth. Right. That's basically what it is. And so it's almost Mary and Joseph. So the boyfriend is like... Is he very religious too? I know, but he's yeah. in love with her. And so... <laughs> Saved. Um, Have you ever seen that? No. And so he's in love with her, and so they, she, these people come, and they, or no, she is. Are they the parents of the kid in the first? She has the baby. No. Is it, no. She has the baby, and the they. She goes away to like this commune, which mm. gets really weird because it's in Texas. That's where they used to send the pregnant. It's very tied into Waco. Like oh. they're living in a compound that I believe is supposed to be Waco. Right, and the daughter is now, like, 17, 18. She's giving birth to the and real she's Messiah. Been, and she's been... Because we know that the Antichrist was out there. They had a daughter, not a son? Yes, they had a daughter. Oh. So I basically, long story short, this thing turns out she's been raised in this religious David Koresh type of compound where she's been brought up that she is, like, she's, she's the savior, She's gonna save the world. Like she He's, is she's gonna save everyone. She's Jesus come back, yes. Right. Is her name Flash? But she's like seventeen, eighteen, and she's lived this whole way her whole life and she doesn't believe it. She thinks her mom's just some crazy yeah, cultist or whatever. And so she ends up leaving and escaping. Runs off with like some other guy or something and So then, she ended up with the president? No. Damn but it. while she's gone I think the FBI like raids the, comp Waco. the compound. The Waco happens or whatever. And so then it's Kirsch. left. Then I think she comes around to where she thinks she really is the savior. And so then that's. So now he set up. You have Antichrist. the Antichrist, and, and now you have Jesus, a female yeah. savior. And then it says to be continued. So I'm yeah, assuming it's gonna all come together, or to concluded, or whatever. So yeah. Well, what I'm the hell else is, is Peter Gross doing? He's got nothing going on. Yeah, I don't know, but you know. Now I'm ready for the next one. Because I didn't even know... This, so lived uh, that long. American Jesus Is was... Is Mark Miller older or younger than you? I don't know. <laughs> American Jesus was... I think it... I don't think it was this year. I think it was last year, but... 20 he years did, later, we'll have you having this He did a, um, oh, a super go. secret Christmas issue or whatever. Like, he didn't announce what it was. And I pre-ordered it because it's Mark Miller. 
Sure. And it came out, and by the time you'd ordered the third one, the first one, so it's American Jesus, and I'm like, what is this? And then they're like, oh, it's a secret, it's tied well, into they the Chosen. Didn't they rename Chosen? Like, it's not called Chosen anymore. Uh, possibly, I don't I know. they renamed it. But I had never read Chosen. And then I think when you gave me a box, that box of comics, I think that was in there. So I pulled it out because I've always I gave you Chosen? It. I think so. Wow. Or I bought it somewhere cheap. I it's don't probably because I figured I the it. sequel was never coming out. Right. But anyway. There's so only three issues, so I figured they'll put it out in a nice And now it's probably like something. raised up in price because probably. this came out. So, funny story. Wants to know. But anyway, that's those two books. I really liked them. I thought they were good. They're really, really short. You want to take them and read them? No, that's okay. It's Mark Miller. He's got like it 30 is. issues. But I got a, I, I, yeah, I got a How are you passing up on Mark Miller? So, because it's not ended yet. It's not ended. Oh, so, I got to wait another I, 20 I, years I, and then you can give it all to me. Then in 20 years, you'll get your nine issue. I'll talk about this, but funny story first. So Funny story. That so, series was terrible. Okay. Ghost Rider. We have, we have a difference of opinion, but okay. So anyway... <laughs> Um, no, it's not Alan Moore. <laughs> you remember the trading cards it just more. from the 90s? It's, um, the Marvel trading cards from the 90s? No. They had like a bunch of different series. Okay. I had a bunch of them. I bought a few packs. And I had yeah, I have a bunch now. of them. They are. So a few, like last year, I was, <laughs> well, cleaning, stuff, no I was cleaning stuff out. It's trash. And, and I looked them up on eBay and they were worth nothing. Right. And so I was like, dude, I'm just going to toss I tossed them in the recycling bin. I saved like the art items on them. Threw the rest. I literally threw them away. You should have given to me. I don't have a. I literally it. threw them away. Why and would then, you have done that? And then the other day, Nick texts me. He's like, "Hey, my brother says those Marvel trading cards are blowing up." I was like, "Of course they are." Because I threw not. them all away. He are said, they? "Yeah, they're blowing up on eBay." Blah, blah, blah. And so I checked out. I don't know if they're blowing up, but I guess they're grading them now. And that's yeah, they grade cards. Yeah. yeah so if you grade them. them and get like a really good grade on one of them. You but can like baseball flip cards it for are good the same money. Way. Yeah. Like, what's good but money? You, but the problem is, you have to go pay the price to get a great. And I found like a YouTube else. video on it, and they, the guy was saying that the boxes are what's really going for money. Like, you can find an old unopened box, you can like sell it for like Absolutely. three or four hundred bucks. I still have the boxes. They've no, been no, opened. They mean, but, but I have the like boxes. A, they want like a box of unopened stuff. So they can, Why? So they can, they can open it and then find the high grade cards that are rare yes. and then grade them and make tons of money. Yep. Because they like to gamble. It's basically gambling for nerds. Nobody's buying those cards. That's what I said. But Nick was Nick said Jeff was telling them that they're blowing up. Well, people so are buying. You the, should the, check the, what you have and see what they're on eBay and see if you can make I some just cash. Because I threw mine see, away. See, I just recently somebody. went through them. I even bought like the little card yeah. binders, like the sports cards with the binder and the pages, and, and I, you put them I in put there? them in there. Oh wow! See, see if you can find somebody that can you know grade them. I decided them. I did not need this. I actually <laughs> wanted to because I didn't think anybody gave two shits about them anymore. They but don't. There were... But apparently they do. There were some people on Facebook like Buster Moody and like mm -hmm. some other people that were like, oh, you remember these trading cards? And I was like, yeah. So I dug them all out. Like, I don't have a complete set. Yeah. I'd really like to start like a trading group. Like, yeah. if you have a bunch of extra cables and I have a bunch of extra magnetos... I didn't have a lot of like, doubles. Like, I'll throw you... Did you have you a know, lot of I'll doubles? trade you a magneto for a cable. I have quite... I bought a lot of them. I didn't buy that many, I guess. Well, I bought boxes. I bought sealed boxes of them. You which bought I probably boxes of them? Yes, I have the boxes. I told Why you. Why would you yeah, buy that many? Because back then when trading cards were blowing up, it was like Desert Storm. and They had the Desert Storm trading cards. <laughs> yeah. Tony Studi. I know. He was he was He was a dealer or whatever. And yeah. he, I bought box wax boxes from him of like basketball, you know, <laughs> Skybox and... Yeah. 
like all that stuff, dude. I didn't. I never bought the. They never sold me on the Desert Storm. I did not buy a Desert Storm. Dude, he had like tons of those. He did have tons of them. He was trying to move. Really wanted me to buy them, and I told him no. I did not go in. So I read uh, all new Ghost Rider. Go right. Ninety nine percent of the reasons because it has Trad Trad Mar artwork, which he does for like what three issues, and I think he does the first five issues. Okay, five. Yeah, that's the worst. It's the worst iteration Oops. of Ghost Rider ever. I killed it. The yeah, car. It. Ghost Rider does not have a car. <laughs> they updated Stupid Ghost iPad. Rider to yeah, give him a car. He's got a car instead of a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle. Just stick with the motorcycle. And he's like a Hispanic kid, right? Living right. in like LA, like mm-hmm. the ghetto, like the hood. There's and games. he's got like some little brother that he's taking care of. Yeah, who has special needs, is in a wheelchair. And... It was terrible. Yeah, it's pretty it was bad. garbage. Now that you say that, yeah, I just. I just I liked I liked the trap more the version art. that they use on Agents of Shield. The trap, but I really feel like there's there's know. nothing new here. They like changed the car and they gave I like a different character, stopped. but there's just I yeah. mean, why are they redoing? I Ghost stopped Rider? right before they did Ghost Rider. Like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm writing Ghost Rider, I want to see a motorcycle. I want to see Johnny Catch or Danny Blaze. Exactly. That's I don't what want I a said. new character. I don't need a car and I don't need a new character. No. It's, I'm thinking this might be the version that they use at Agents of Shield that I could probably. Remember. You're probably right. I didn't watch that show, but it probably is. I think they are. I think I did watch like one or two, and the dude had a car. They were probably trying to push it, man. It was. I didn't think it was that bad. The artwork. What's probably not bad is TV show. The artwork was the best thing about it. Oh, because it was tragic. That's why I said nine nine percent. But it was terrible. I bought like. Four or five issues of it. I don't even know if I made it through Tradmore's run, and I stopped by. Yeah, I think I'll keep reading it. Well, that's Just fine. I mean, better. if it's on there and it's free, read it. Yeah, but it if you want to waste your time, waste your time. Yeah, if saying. it's bad, I'll just stop. That's what I do. It's, it doesn't cost me anything. That's That series was garbage. I just re-upped my subscription, so I got another year of, you know, whatever. So. Yeah, I would I would read some other stuff before what I... What you got? Ran down the rabbit hole. Of, Come on, keep handing me stuff. Okay. Keep Let's go. J.J. Abram. Hey, it's your turn to do this, Scott. I I All I got is planetary. Oh, did you buy this or read this? Reading. No. Because his like, son was going to write it. They like, yeah. build it as him and then right. his son writes it. They wrote it together. Which okay. means his son wrote it. Okay, so I have, right off the bat, I have two problems with this. That his son wrote it? <laughs> that the, was that one of the two problems? That was one of the problems. Okay. Of the so, two? Yes. Okay. What's number two? How fucking late it was. Oh, yeah. It was so late. So. Why was it late? Like, his son's got better things to do. Than right. His, exactly. Than he, so, here's, his dad here's got the thing. Spider-Man, he can't make the deadline? Here's the thing. In the first issue, there's, like, this letter from whoever the friggin' editor is. I think it's, I want to say Axel Alonzo, but I know it's not him anymore. But whoever it is, is like, I, started him. I met J.J. Abrams back 20 years ago, and I got his number, and I called him, and I said, hey, do you want to write a comic book for me? And he's like, ah, I don't know, maybe. But what and if my like, son does? And then, like, 15 years later, he called me up, because, hey, I got an idea. My, me and my kid really like Spider-Man, and we want to write Spider-Man together. And then he's like, great, let's do it. And so I'm like, great. I'm like, so your dad is J.J. Abrams. And you want to write Spider-Man, so you call up Marvel. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, J.J. Abrams' kid. Sure, go right ahead. And then you can't even put out fucking five issues in five months. It takes like a year plus to write five issues of a story. I'm like, this is what's wrong with comic books, right? Let's bring in Hollywood people. Trying something different. But then I read it. Is it good? 
It's really pretty fucking good. Like, I had to come around on it. I'm like, it's not bad. Because it's not... Is it so, good because Sarah Pacelli bros it, though? No, I'm not a big fan of Sarah Pacelli. Who doesn't like Sarah Pacelli? I mean, she's okay, but I'm not like, oh, I gotta buy this because Sarah Pacelli drew it. I, her art's good, but I don't chase her. Like, I don't buy everything Sarah Pacelli does. It's because Sarah Pacelli I think you do, because everything Sarah Pacelli does is something you buy. <laughs> I don't think so. Are you not buying Gardens and Galaxy? No. Oh, what a weirdo. So, this story starts... It's cool because it is, it's different. It's very interesting. So, it basically, there's this new big bad guy, which is great. We need a new villain. Like, I, it, it would suck if it's, like, Green Goblin or right. it's, like, whatever. Like, it's a True. new bad guy. New bad guy. And he basically takes out... He he messes up Spider Man so bad. Like there's this battle. He's I think he's married. He's married to Mary Jane, and they have a kid, a son. And Mary Jane dies, and so Sp Peter Parker is like, I'm done. Like I'm not gonna be Spider Man anymore. Like I got effed up, and so like he goes off and he's like a photographer. Well, he leaves his son with Aunt May, and his son, his Aunt May is raising his son. And he's kind of like has a son. Peter Parker and Mary Jane Peter have a son. He's not even married to Mary Jane. And this he is? Wait, this isn't in continuity? No, this is like totally just like a what if, like, oh. this is like just a five I'm issue totally story. totally less interested now. But it's good. It, it really well, yeah, is anybody good. Anybody can write a good Peter Parker story. Right, I know, right? I'm like, I know. if I don't have to worry about exactly. 30 years of continuity and what's going to happen exactly. tomorrow, I can do whatever I want. Sure, and I can so, make it interesting. So he kind of, he, he really loses everything. And he's just, he pawns his kid off on Mary Jane. He, on he, his Aunt wife? May. No, he, I mean, on he pawns Aunt his May. kid off on Aunt, Aunt, May. Aunt May. What's Mary Jane doing? She's she dead. She died. Uh, I'm not That's what started this whole thing, yeah. is the okay. fact that Mary Jane and do Peter you Parker listen, are, or do you want I me guess just I'll to not talk? Mary down. Jane and Peter Parker are married. Something happens and Mary Jane gets killed in a uh, gotcha. freaking cataclysmic crap. And Peter Pan, Peter Pan, Peter, Peter Parker. Pan. Doesn't Peter know Parker. what the hell to do, and so he takes off and he leaves his son that with Aunt May. With Aunt May, right? Aunt May doesn't need to be raising another kid. Know, man. She can I barely know, take right. care of herself. And so now is she still married to J. Jonah Jameson's dad? No. Oh, so, so now his son starts drugs. No, he starts getting spider powers. He starts sticking to walls. It's not genetic. He starts. This is the story, dude. Just making so sense. He's like, so Aunt May like drags out an old. <laughs> Did they get bit by genetic. a radioactive spider? Aunt May drags out How one of Peter Parker's old, old Spider-Man costumes and tells him up his that his dad was Spider-Man, and so he goes out dressed up like Spider-Man, and he's like, and the world solving crimes and stuff. Well, the big bad guy, he has been waiting for Spider-Man to come back. And so he comes and he attacks the house and he, Peter Parker comes back and then they have kind of like a father-son thing. Well, then Peter Parker died. Like, he gets stabbed, impaled or whatever and gets captured by this guy and you think he's dead. Well, they go back to his secret lair and he is... Peter Parker's? To the bad guy's oh, lair. Okay. The big bad guy's <laughs> lair. They take him back. He takes Peter Parker hey, back to the news. lair. You don't know that. And he's like, he needs his blood. So he's like using the blood and then... Is it Morbius? Mary Jane, no. Okay. And then, so basically, I don't remember exactly how it happens, but 
Peter Parker gives up his life to bring back Mary Jane because he's this dude has like Is Mephisto has involved? kept her this entire time. Actually, I think. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. No, I think he might be. There was something I read where Mephisto was involved. Man. What was it? I'm that was. Uh, How long ago did you read this? Uh, Just this week, like a couple of weeks ago. But basically, the the cool part is at the end. It's kind of hard when I've got comments. two people <laughs> bugging the shit out of me trying to do a review. Okay. It's understandable, dog. Uh, the gist of the story is Mary Jane somehow is still alive. Peter Parker sacrifices his life so that Mary Jane can be back alive. Whatever. And so Peter Parker dies, and then his son realizes what's go- that his dad sacrificed for him, and now he has his mom. Wow. How so does, that's how it ends, huh? Why would Peter yes. Parker be able to sacrifice his life for Mary Jane? It's not genetic. No, but there's <laughs> whatever's going on with the story. Whatever was so, going on with the story. That's right. So do you think Henry Abrams felt like his dad abandoned him? Or I think something? so, yeah. This is like him being like lashing out right. like with his story. Whoa. That's what I think. Like his dad's a big director and he wants to be a director and but How old's Henry? Like eighteen, seventeen. He's gotta be twenty five. He's gotta be twenty two. In his teens, early twenties, because there's a thing there's a whole love letter at the back. Oh, it was so good to work with him and this guy and and they were talking about how much of a professional and great writer and everything that he is, that JJ, that Henry is. Is that why you got shit done on time? Huh? Is that why you got the book out on time? Right. Because he's so professional. Exactly. <clears throat> no, I remember now. I read a run. I read the run of Superior Spider-Man. Oh, your favorite which is the new one. Oh, okay. They did another like twelve or thirteen issue run. Why? It was done. Because it was Doc Ock. And he was, like, he took over another body, and he's, oh, like, okay. a professor. He moved to, like, San Francisco, mm. and he's, like, the Spider-Man of San Francisco. That sounds Francisco. like the worst thing ever. It was actually okay, but the thing was, Not as good in as order to to save the big bad that, I don't remember what it was, but he actually had to make a deal with, Doc Ock made a deal with Mephisto. Of course he did. And, but Mephisto was like, I don't want your soul. In fact, how do you know I don't already have it? He's like, if you want me to help you, he's like, I'm turning you back in to the old Doc Octopus, like the googly, goggly eye guy with the arms and everything. Because you keep saying that the only reason that you were a villain was because you had some kind of mental illness, like your arms, the radioactivity from your arms like screwed up your mind and it drove you crazy. Mm -hmm. He's like, so now I'm going to put you back in the old Doc Ock, but you're going to be cured, and we'll see what happens. Okay. That sounds... He becomes a hero. Well, I I don't know. That's how it ends. Oh. So. But overall, you like this as like a little what-if type of thing. I did like it. It it was a really cool little story, and the Sarah Pacelli artwork was a plus. That's good. Mm -hmm. So let's all be quiet and let Drew do his little. No, no, no. This is part coherent. of the reason why we get together. Is let so Drew we can do his little coherent. Where we can review, where we all just sit discussion and listen, and, and whatever else. sounds like he's so professional. I never and he remembers every single word happens. of every sentence he read. So I did read the first arc of the new Silver Surfer by Dan Slott and Mike Allred. 
How many issues did this run? Five issues. The series was this, was this genuinely series? brilliant. No, it didn't last very long. I don't think. I thought it lasted quite a while. Well, maybe like ten or twelve. But did, does Allred do the entire series or just the first five? I think he does the whole series. I just read the first five. So okay. you're asking me questions in the future that I don't really answer. Oh, okay. I mean, they're in the past to you, but in the future to me. <laughs> when did this come out? Twenty fourteen. Okay. Oh my Let's gosh, see. that's like years ago. Yeah, so a while back. So anyway, I had read these kind of before. It's okay. Like I really like Mike. <laughs> I think I like Mike Allred and Dan Slott's okay. And I really like the Silver Surfer. I like used to love his series back. Really? When Ron Lim was doing it. When Ron Lim and Jim Starlin were doing it. Mm -hmm. That was the shit. But I don't know. Was it, just, it really, or was it just because I think it's just because that, that age? If you went back and reread it, I, I really did go don't back and reread them. They weren't as good as I thought, right. but. It was a lot of Thanos. The Thanos stuff and all that stuff is good, but I think in general, it was it's rose-colored glasses to look at. Oh, totally, like totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I was, so maybe sorry, that's a problem. Sidebar. Anyway, no, this, this was, was not listening, as... I was listening to one of the old um, uh, K-Fabes, and they were talking about this time, and they were talking about how Ron Lim like, was doing Silver Surfer. And how easy it was because they didn't have to draw clothes. <laughs> I read that. Or I heard that. Because <laughs> he didn't have to draw any backgrounds because it was space. In space. He didn't have to draw any clothes because he's like, naked. Ron Lim's like in an interview with Wizards going, yeah, I can do like two, three pages a day. And Pisker's <laughs> like, well, yeah, I can do two, three pages of this a day. There's no background. It's space. <laughs> it's space. <laughs> I draw a planet. Draw a planet back there. Some squiggles. <laughs> some squiggles. Oh, yeah, I'm doing three pages a day on this and catching checks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like cracking me up, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, on paper this sounds really cool, and maybe it gets better. But yeah, this they is didn't most hook you in the first five. It's not going to get better. <laughs> this is mostly set up. I'm so basically, Silver Surfer. Did it hook you? It's a Silver Surfer. This girl gets kidnapped from Earth, and they they're trying to get Silver Surfer to like kill like Infinity's wife or significant other. I can't remember her name, but anyway, but Silver Surfer doesn't know her, but they're holding her as like ransom, and so in, they end up kind of hooking up and i guess the connection is many many years ago when this girl was a little girl she saw silver surfer shooting across the sky and she made like a wish on a star because she thought it was a shooting star uh -huh. so that's like the connection right slot so now go. so now these silver surfer and this earth girl are like exploring He's no henry abram are like exploring <laughs> are like exploring the galaxy and they're going on adventures and stuff but this one was mostly set up we'll see where it goes from here i like all red's art and laura all red's coloring but uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm not so I read, this is a tangent. I read um, really? most of, they did Fantastic Four, anti -the I didn't bring it. But oh, it's like an, anti-thesis or whatever. Uh, Neil Adams drew it. It was uh -huh. a four-issue series. Sounds horrible. It was actually not bad. So it's is Galactus. It than Batman Odyssey? I think so, yeah. Okay. So... Well, Mark Wade, Mark Wade wrote it. I hate Mark Wade, by the way. Oh, okay. And then, um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I've been reading a lot of his crap on this Marvel Unlimited app. Oh. It's the worst. But mm. it's interesting because Galactus, like, refuses to, like, eat or whatever, and he's going to, like, die. And so, but here's the thing. There are so many books that I bought, and because of... COVID or I messed up. I have I'm missing an issue out of like five sure. or six issues. COVID of, screwed everything. Like ten series. Like it's ridiculous. 
And so was I have it really like, COVID though. I mean, this happened <laughs> years really before that. COVID. But it's never happened on this scale. Okay. <laughs> like, I admit I miss an issue here or there or something. But there's stuff I'm missing that I order every month. That but he just really wants your next settle book. down. Yeah, I just was gonna put going. something in there. Um. Anyway, is there a point to this story? This which one? <laughs> That book or the Mark story Wade that I'm talking about? The story that you're saying. So, basically, I have, like, issue one, and then I have issue two, and then I have issue four. So this one, you only three. got issue four, huh? No, I have all of them, but I only brought... <laughs> There's only one thing <laughs> I want to point out on this. talking about issue four There's only. only one thing I want to talk about. It's in the letter. The, in, the, in the back of the rock. book. No. Too bad. But, uh, so, anyway. When did this come out? Fantastic. Reed Richards takes over... Galactus and becomes Galactus and then refuses to like eat any okay. planets and he's just gonna let Galactus die. It's called Fantastic oh, it's Antithesis. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to see Reed Richards as Galactus because he's got like the purple hat and all that stuff. But it's Did you have to pay 50 bucks to read it though? Like so Neil or 50 bucks to have Neil Adams read it to you to acknowledge your existence? I don't know. Okay. I didn't know that was an option. I might have, <laughs> taken a, I might have done it. I mean it's only 50 bucks and Neil Adams is going to read it to me? Yeah. That might be worth it. So <laughs> You might hit him up next the, convention. You next say, convention, sit on his lap. <laughs> hey, Neil, can I sit on your lap and you read this to me? So the only reason... So this came out a while ago, but the yeah. only reason I wanted to bring it up is Why? because uh, B. Claymore at the back is like, in August, I'll be at the second Kansas City Comic Convention, and in November, I'll be at Air Capital Comic Con in Wichita, Kansas, on November 12th and 13th. Wow, nice. I know, right? Give us a plug. He was plugging us. Shout out. I love Hawaiian Dick, but... Well, I would too <laughs> now. <laughs> you do. No, 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 I've, I've always liked the series, but this one... I just say this one, I cannot stand the artist on it. So um, it's it's just I don't. You don't care for that. Artist. I don't care for that artist, and so it took me forever to read this series. But I finally finished it, and I but was. But the story reading. overall was pretty good. Yeah, the story's good. Um, it uh, kind of ties stuff up. Hawaiian Dick has been going forever, and he gets it started, and then he'll do like an arc, and then it'll go away, and then it'll come back, and it's just like start, stop, start, stop. So, um, but I like it as far as the series goes. Can I do one? Yeah, I sure. Please. Scott is like, just So I've been pumping. reading Reminder's Uncanny Avengers. Ooh, which Ugh. one is this? So, it's the same story that's been going for like 20 issues. Is this the... And it's like, there's the the oh, son, the, the children of Kang, like Eamon and Uman or something. You remember uh, them? No. This is old. See, well, yeah, I know, but I just got caught up on Uncanny Avengers, but it's like, I think volume two, and I read like twenty three to thirty. So they're saving. So I was all wondering them. if we ran read the same stuff, but I don't because I think this is the first one. I think they yeah, did two the series. There might be. I don't okay. think Remender did the second one though, but maybe he did. Yeah, I don't remember who wrote it. But it's just I don't know. It's just not doing anything for me. Right. Like he's like the twins have like destroyed the Earth. They like got a celest. They stole the Celestials. Like it sounds really good. Like um. Hammer, like, or not hammer, the axe yarnborn or whatever, you know? Mm. And the Celestials come in and he destroys the Earth. And so the, the, son, the son and daughter of Kang, they, like, decide to create this other world, like, 
and shuttle all the mutants there to like save all the mutants. And then the Avengers have to go back in time, but since they can't time travel because of something that the sons of son and daughter of King did, so they can only project their consciousness back. So then they're like rehashing what happened in the last arc, but with like different consciousnesses or whatever. It's just really complicated. And it was slightly better when... I'm not a huge Akuna fan. Like, I respect his craft, but he just doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I usually like anything Remender does, but this whole Uncanny Avengers thing is not did, doing much for did me. Did Remender... Remender did, does dying, the Dying and the Dead, right? Or no, whatever. that's Hickman. That's Hickman? Oh, okay. Because I read, like, two issues of that. Like, three issues of that. The five, six, and seven, I think. Yeah. The artwork by Bodenheim is it's insane. Awesome. Yeah. But I think I've already read it. And then, like, the last issue, it had a recap of the last issue. It was like five pages of just artwork. Cool. Like, no words in it or anything. <laughs> but I don't know if that book is that book ever going to. It's never going to finish. So I'm left on a cliffhanger on that? Yeah, I think it'll great. I mean, it's weird. So I was like, I always thought Bodenheim was just really slow. Yeah. But then, like, he started doing, like, other stuff. <coughs> and I'm like, why are you not doing Dying in the Dead? Right. So I, I read um, Age of Apocalypse. And that came out in, like, the 90s. No. This is the Secret Wars, when they did the whole Secret Wars. Oh, and they did all you're just the... now reading this? Yeah. <laughs> they did all the miniseries. This wow. one was really pretty good. I really liked it. Um, and it's actually, yeah, wrote it. It can't be good. Yeah, the art's really awesome. He created. I was gonna say the art. The art's really awesome. He created it. Um, so I have a question, and I don't remember. Yes, he did. You probably will not be able to answer it. Oh, but it's about X Men. No. So Wolverine in the original age. He has of adamantium Apocalypse, skeleton. Right. <laughs> but he has an arm missing. Yeah, I think he lost an arm. I know. It looks like his hand. How does Wolverine lose a hand? Doesn't it grow back? I would think so, too. Yeah, and how do you cut through his adamantium skeleton? Exactly. Maybe, maybe it was when he had the adamantium out of him. Do I need to go back and read Age of Apocalypse to yeah, figure yeah, it out? Yeah, you can sit here. No, right I have an omnibus. I do, too. I can do, I can do sell it, though. I can do it on my It's going for pretty good money on eBay. I might really? Maybe that's a but, antimantium so or whatever like, stump that prevents it from... Why would he do that? Back. I don't know if they ever cool. said how he lost his hand. They just thought it was... A, Joe Maggiore just thought it was a cool design. Right, so but it's see? impossible. It looks cool. But it's not possible. Sure Yeah, I don't understand how it happened. How, I, no. Maybe he, there's like he, a... He grows. I know, but if you put some type of true stopper on it to make it quit growing... So he's got a little baby hand in there trying to poke that's out. Right. He's got the little through. baby they Deadpool hand through. in there. That's right. Because he's got this cap on it. But I also read because it, it looks cool. I'm not even going to talk about it. I just thought it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Oh, I would never read that book. It's Nasizia and Sandoval. I'm not a Sandoval. Sandoval's fan. art's good, and I think somebody else did some. Like Sandoval only did like a couple, and then somebody else did because there's somebody different on like, the last two. Coelho. But uh, I read the Red Skull. They had a Red Skull one that was three issues. You like Sandoval? And it was Battle Wars. I kind of like this art. Yeah. And it was a Battle World tie-in. That one was really good, so... It was what? Uh, Red Skull. Um, they did a three-issue Red Skull miniseries for Battle World. Of, uh, yeah. Who's going to um, Battle Chasers or whatever? Joe Majira. Majira. Yeah, yes. it's almost got a little bit of that. Um, so in that book, um, Doom 
rules everything, right? Battle world. Well, I guess Red Skull had um, tried to create a uprising and take over, and he got kicked out. But now he has like a cult following, and so like there's the wall, and then there's well, I can't remember what they call it, like outside of the wall, but it's like the, the Badlands, the Wasteland. Oh. Yeah, it's like the North. Like, <laughs> it, it is. And so there's rumors that there's like some of Red Skull's followers and there's rumors that he's still alive. And so he sends crossbones to get a team and they have to go outside and get proof that the Red Skull is dead and bring it back to Dr. Doom. And, um, wow, that's my train of thought. So anyway, they go out there and there's like, it, it's exactly like Game of Thrones now because there's like zombies out there. <laughs> so they go out there and there's like all these zombies. So they have this team. There's probably like six people on this team. And they go out there and all of them die except for Magneto, like right off the bat. Like Magneto's the only one that gets saved. And then the Red Skull shows up and he takes Magneto and they're trying to work together. And then he convinces him that he can take down the wall and then the Red Skull can march in and he can take out Dr. Doom. Mm -hmm. Well, they go to the wall and they unleash Sentinels and Magneto's trying to control them. Well, they're not made out of metal. The wall's not made out of metal. Red Skull just set him up and then Crossbone shows up and shoots Red Skull in the head, kills him, takes his head, and he goes marching it off to take it to Dr. Doom. Are you still talking about this? Yes. But I... I also read Spider Island, which was another one that was a battle world thing. Mm -hmm. They're all all the tie-ins were pretty that I've read are pretty decent. Well, it's all like uh, like rehashing like old stuff, like Spider Island. And right, Apocalypse. it's all like old. Well, the Red Skull one there. wasn't. That one was all new. Okay, fine. Throw anyway. that in my face. <sighs> Whatever. But I don't. Know. Dude, I, Captain America: The End. That was not very good. You didn't like this. It's okay. Dude, this was great. Well, okay, so like... It's a one-shot? Yeah. Yeah, by Eric Larson. The art's awesome. And Eric Larson can write the shit out of Captain America still. Like, that's a fun comic. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... He never wrote Captain America before, did he? No, but he can still... Uh, I mean, like, he... He can still write, period. He can still write, like, in that vein of superhero. Yeah, like, totally. Like, that's... I don't it's know. Okay. That's like it's just 80s, kind of a weird story. It's like an 80s throwback. Yeah, I wasn't too crazy about the story. So basically, it's Captain America the End. And so, Can you like, explain this guy with the end are? It's a so series. Marvel would do these like one shots or series where it's like the last story for that character. Like it's their last story. Like right. Setting up our future. Sorry. Our, our, it's our, the yeah. end. Like yep. they did. The end. It's kind of like a Elseworlds. Right. Of, what if? What if kind, kind of, of sort of yeah, so this it's it's in the future and there's a pandemic. It's a red skull pandemic. Yes, everybody is turned into red skulls. It's like a zombie apocalypse. It's like red a zombie apocalypse of, of red skulls. Yeah, and they're all mindless and this and that and like so like like zombies. <laughs> so I can't remember exactly how, but Captain America comes. He'd been gone away and there's like on who the is it? Who is it that's um. Leading the the rebellion or whatever, mm. I can't remember. Captain but America. Anyway, then Captain. Well, no, because he went away. Like he uh, got okay. defeated and he went away, and then he comes back. But anyway, the whole gist of the story is they find out that because I even caught it because there was like so. Anytime you're exposed to the air or like 
if you get a cut, like you instantly turn into like a red skull. Like it's like it's like COVID on steroids or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's instantly. And so he's fighting with this group of people and there's this lady and she gets her leg cut and she loses like a ton of blood. And so they end up, um, cause the, the, one of the guys is like, well, I can do a transfusion, but I need to know what type blood she is. And Captain America is like, I'm whatever, AO, I'm like a universal, universal donor. donor. Like you can use my blood. And so they give her a, a thing and I'm like, how come she didn't turn into the Red Skull? Cause, it's Captain America's blood. Yeah, I know, but you don't find that out until the end of the book. This is like halfway through it. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? What the hell is going, what the hell's on? going on here? So the gist of it is Captain America's blood is the cure. And so that's the way that they fight. They start to fight it. So it's not even really the end. I mean, Captain America's like sitting in a chair and they're just pumping him for blood to pump Pretty out much. like more more, um, more serum serum or whatever to slowly turn the human race but i mean i th i thought it was great as far as like the, the story wasn't the greatest but i mean the artwork was insane the the action stuff was great and i really did i thought that he really captured like he can still write like you know, like 80s comic book like sure. that style you know what i mean yeah it was okay it was fun yeah. Maybe I had too high expectations. Some of the other, the in-series, felt like they had a little more, like, weight. Right. Like, it felt like, oh, this could be the final story yeah. for this character. I didn't feel like this had as much weight as, like, some of those other ones, maybe. It yeah, and like, that's true. It but... felt more like just like a, it didn't really feel like the end. It felt more like just a futuristic type one-off Captain America story. How about right. That? Rather than, like, the end. Like, the Iron Man, it... the end one, it was like, oh, think... he's, like, you know, building his space elevator, and he kind of, like, you know... Finished all I his think, projects. Is this the one where it was very? He threw in like some Commandia shit too. Yeah, it's very Kirby. It's very Kirby. So it's cool. That's what he is. It's certainly feel like, and it's end. it's very Commandy because there's even a part where they're like floating on a raft and they go past like a yeah water right here. Like you see the the Statue of Liberty and they're on like a raft. I mean that whole page is like straight out of Commandy, which you know, I mean yeah. obviously, um. He's like uh Kirby guy. Kirby guy. But sure, I get it. And I mean, I probably gave it a heck of a lot more leeway because it is Eric Larson and sure. I love Eric Larson as far yeah, as you haven't come to Comic Con. <sighs> I'd love we to. Tried. We tried. <laughs> I tried like for years to get him to come. Yeah. We know. actually got to do an interview with him once. That was yeah, like that one was of the really high cool. points of the podcast, I thought. We had to do it at like two o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, because he's like He's like, I don't I don't work during at night, so Yeah. Because yeah. he's in California. Well, he's in, yeah, West Coast, right, or something. Yeah. yeah. So we did it. We did like a special just... I think I probably took off work or something. I think I did too. <laughs> hey, it'd be worth it though. It was, it was fun. It's yeah. fun. It's fun though because it's funny because I've listened to several interviews with him before. And they're all the same. They're all the same. Like we thought we were getting something great. Like I hadn't heard a lot of that stuff yeah. before. But now I listen to every after it we did a lot it, like our interview, and it's exactly like ours. Like yeah. he tells the story about the heroine. Yeah, yeah. He tells, <laughs> he the, same tells story. the same cool. story. It's good like, stuff. I'm like we did that ten years ago, dude. Yeah. It's like you're way behind the curve. Way behind. <laughs> we had that. We had that. Like right off the bat. Yep. All right. So let's <coughs> the real covers. The required reading. Yes. No, the real covers. Oh, I have yeah. the covers. Okay. Wow. All right, let's talk about this first issue. This one? 
I got lots. Well, I got lots to talk about here. Come Ooh. on, we're no stop, uh, Scott, stop, dude. All right, the okay. first issue. Hold on, real quick. Last no, last podcast we were talking about, about, and you guys are like, you don't remember who the fourth man was? Yeah, I remember who the fourth. Man. I'm like halfway through this and it clicked. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember who it is now. <laughs> kind of like the <laughs> memory <laughs> blocks. <laughs> right, right. my memory so block was so removed, and I'm like. Bam, now I remember. It all comes back. I'm like, it's all coming back. I know who it is. It's like I'm you're living sick. it. <laughs> Alright, so this is Planetary Volume 2. This? By Warren Ellis yes. and John Castle. So the very first one is uh, seven through Constantine. What? Right. Seven through twelve. Yeah, so John Constantine, he's dead, supposedly, and they're yeah, not dead. He was playing fate. So, so you can draw there's so much, with it. There's so much meta in here. So is it Supposed These? to be like it's a bunch of it's like a vertigo thing. Is he like doing a homage to vertigo? Because yes. you got like death, yeah. then you got like swamp thing and yes. animal man. So he's like talking about vertigo, right? He's kind of talking vertigo, so, but I think it's kind is he of the whole vertigo is uh, dead. I don't just, think it's so much the vertigo, but you know, the whole 80s type of uh thing the that was dude going with on. the upside down head. I have no Stop idea. fixing on the details and so, talk about the big picture. Is that Charlie Brown? Possibly, they got a style. I think the idea was that these people that in there are just so odd and strange, which is a lot of what happened in the eighties. And and there was a big British influence in and that's poison comics in the eighties as well. That's poison ivy and swamp thing combined. Yeah, I think the idea. And Bummer is playing Game Boy. Can you focus? All right. And was, then this big superhero guy comes in. He's all mad because he's trying to kill. The, know, so is that like a so whole good. thing? How like Alan Moore was trying to kill the superheroes with Watchmen, and then they became all grim and gritty instead. It's like well, a Alan Moore, Frank that. Miller, you know, you name it. The eighties, Rick and Beach, the, Bat, Brat Pack, and the dark. You know, there all of a sudden it came became the dark and brooding age of. Oh wow, we have to have these guys more. Human different ways or vulnerable or or Scott's gonna school us on this man. Scott's yeah, all into this okay, shit. Okay, and then okay, and then it's like um It's transmet. It is. So yes. and then the guy looks like Grant Morrison, right? And then he takes off his shirt and it's Spider Jerusalem. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So but really Grant I give Alan Moore a lot more credit than Grant Morrison for deconstructing superheroes, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't know that I really caught Grant Morrison as much well, as Well, here's just... the trick, though. When is Transmet coming out? Is it coming out at this point? I think it is by that time. I don't know when Transmet came out for sure. Or is this like the first appearance of Spider-Jerusalem? I think Moore's uh, stuff was all coming out. I think it was time. already coming out at that point in time. I should have done my homework. But at some point in this, I thought he said this is dedicated to Grant Morrison. Maybe that's a different issue. I don't know what you're talking about. I never saw a dedication to Grant Morrison. Yeah, I don't know that there was necessarily that, but... This would be more of an Alan Moore dedication than a Grant Morrison. See, my thing is... If he's doing an Alan Moore thing, why does the guy look like Grant Morrison? Yeah, see, I thought... thought Oh, this one says for Grant Morrison. Yes, yes. Um, Plan of fiction. (laughs) But... But no, the whole Constantine thing I don't think was necessarily Alan Moore. I think it was Yeah, Alan just, Moore created him. Alan Moore created Well, there was a big chunk of it, but I feel like it was a thing to the whole dark eighties, the in the yeah. overall British influence that was there. But Grant Morrison because, didn't really come on the scene. Yeah, but he's but he's still making some stuff to Neil Gaiman. Where you did know, you with yeah, having some death game. and stuff. That's not even in mine. Well, because you got ripped off. Because the original comics got it. 
Orange Pants. Orange Pants. It says four grand views. Yes. Yeah, I don't have that. He doesn't have you it. You don't have credits? Yeah. I don't. It's this issue. Fake news. But Crazy. They took wow. Away. See, I didn't even get that. But you're right. It, it could be a little bit more particular. Right. But I, I took it as a bit more it overall. It kind of reminded me of issue nine of Spawn, where Dave Sim wrote it. It was all meta. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a weird issue. It was okay. That's a weird issue in general. Why would they take that out? It. That is a weird thing to do. The next one with uh, the Marilyn Monroe lookalike and her... Talking uh, about the, that's like a whole B-movie thing. 50-year half-life and the B-movies and the fact that uh, Red they Scare... They were experimenting on commies. The giant ants. Oh, my gosh. That's so fantastic. They had, like, the 50-foot woman in there. Yes. Cool. I love that guy who like grew really tall, but his brain stayed the same. So <laughs> yeah. it's just like synapses holding like a tiny brain, right. and a five foot yeah. head. That's, that's an awesome description. Like it I is. love that. And then uh, is it Jaquita? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got this. <laughs> She's just beating the shit she out of the ants. ants yeah. Then they're in the room, and the ant comes crashing through, and she's got that stuff all like, over. Did you have fun? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. So the doctor in these fifty experiments, that's the guy from one of the four, right? He is the He's the Reed Richards he guy. He is the Reed Richards guy. But this is before, before that. that whole accident on the spaceship. Yes. I love the guy with the snowflake in the Yeah, I know, too. right? Dude, this I need to go back and reread this again because this was just like just I couldn't it. process it. <laughs> yeah. Like there was so much going on. Like I mean, I got it. I but find I didn't this get, one like, very interesting too of the I'm guy like, who was invisible, and because of the fact that you know visibility, yeah, needs that kind of reflection going on, and he doesn't have anything to reflect. It's like, yeah, he was blind, <laughs> you know? and he killed himself. <laughs> so it's like I never thought of that. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of, I like, I got the gist of everything. Is that scanners, Don? Scanners? Her head's exploding? Scanners? No, it's not exploding. It's a snowflake. Send out the dogs. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this book, these six issues were... Oh, yeah, it's like makes your brain hurt. They made so my much. brain hurt trying to follow it. Yeah, there's sometimes, so much because it's in so it, like, dense with and all I'm these like, little, you know, I'm like, is this Dr. Guy, this guy? Like, is this that? And I'm like, paying, trying to pay attention to names, and then the names are different, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll just roll with it. Yeah, then how about probably one of the great <laughs> issues of <laughs> planet nine. fiction? Okay, what I don't remember, though, is do they ever revisit this shit, ever? I don't think they do. Mm -mm. So this guy is the guy from before. No. No. No, okay. no I don't know that. You ever seen him before this? Yeah. Well, he died. I think he gets, he his, gets it. Well, he gets his hand. But they hand take out Ambrose or whatever. I'm pretty sure. So this so Planet Fiction introduces the other third man that. before Elijah Snow being um, the third man Ambrose yeah Ambrose Chase Ooh, bullet time yeah and he can like uh, do what the hell is his power it's something slow about down like time well stop time. he can screw with time right but they give manipulation or something yeah there you go because he he screws with with stuff even more than just time it seems like it's more like Scarlet Witch yeah I don't know how he died though 
he gets shot. Well, I understand that, but he should. I think have been. that I think that guy has that guy on the floor who has some power to stop to disrupt his power, and he disrupts his well, power. Well, but it doesn't. Show but it part of it was was that drums told him not to use his power because things were getting all screwed up, and uh, drums was trying to get stuff. So Ambrose was trying to really not use his power, so he wasn't thinking about it, and I think he was being overconfident to boot, and the guy ended up having a gun. So yeah, was he a, says something. He says he's talking to this dead guy. He says, "Damn it, Devis! If they're sending the one I think they've sent, then I need the surprise." Yes. Yeah, so he's asking that guy to dead guy. Yes, to do but something. he was getting the gun. Is what oh, I assumed. The gun. Okay. Yes, he gets the gun from that other guy. Gotcha. That's what he's, he's searching his dead body for a gun. Yes. Okay. That gun's a part of him now. All right. This is the page I want to talk about. Pretty much. I thought this sequence was weird. All right. So you got this kid. And they're talking to him, and that's obviously Ambrose Chase, right? When he's a little kid, and they're yes. And then there's a picture, and he's talking. It's like all war. Talking to I the think fourth it's man. Still Ambrose Chase. Yes. Then we cut to this couple, and then he's saying he's coming back, Chiquita. He will. You just yes, got to which hang is on. older oh, Ambrose. Oh, that's with, an older Ambrose. Yes. Yeah. With Chiquita. Oh, with Chiquita. Yes. And then who's this Chiquita. baby? Because. That's, um, I, that's Simba. I Girl, think that's Ambrose's my... child. See, I, I was confused. I thought maybe this was Jakita when she was born. Because then they act like he raised her or something. No, Elijah okay. raised her for the most part. Okay. That's Simba. He's so this okay. So way. Ambrose and Jakita had a baby. No, I don't think that's the intent there. Ambrose, I thought, if I remember it, I thought Ambrose has another, has a wife. But he was hooking up with Jakita. No, oh, they're he, just worried about. They're Snow's just worried back. because Snow because they're the. You know the the field yeah. team and this sequence was weird. It was very hard so. to follow, and I I didn't understand how it flowed the way it. That's did. why I just well went. because you got to go to the next page too, and it keeps going too. Yeah, but then it's like 1994, and it's just Ambrose talking to. True, but the whole thing is just Elijah. one continuous thing of flashbacks. Yeah, so that's weird. But it is jumping, and it's trying to what would you say? Uh, uh, a little tricky. Yeah, well, foreshadow future events and things yes. like that. So, oh, you're done with to, Planet of Fiction. But, but my to, problem with before we leave Planet of Fiction was <laughs> the fact that the very last page there, where it says, you know, it's trying to give you a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know, the yeah. fourth man is still missing. Blah blah blah. But then it talks about that they brought back whatever they brought back is still at large. They never revisit that, from what I remember. And I was like, well, what the hell? But just one of the loose ends, I suppose, that they had from taking ten years to put this comic out. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll have to pay attention to see if that ever comes back. Maybe. So, why are we doing Down, Superman, number 10. Green Lantern, this, and Wonder Woman? This is just why fantastic, we, why though. Have, I, it is, but I'm wondering why it's not Batman, because the Trinity is always Batman, True. Superman, I, here's and Wonder Woman. Here's my thing. I, I think, don't know why they threw I think the thing in is, Well, I think the thing was, was that he didn't know what to do with Black, Batman at that time. I don't... And I think Elijah Snow, in a lot of ways, has... Batman characteristics in this universe. Yeah. So he never addresses Batman in particular being in the same universe as where Elijah and that crew is at. Like I said, I think I tend to think some of it is the fact that Elijah ends up taking that role of a Batman character, yeah. although he never he never does that. I, I liked it, especially when so they got the Superman baby, the magic <laughs> the and lost. Like, the dude's well, like, "Are you want it alive?" Well, here's oh, the thing that's so fantastic. So sorry. About this. 
Think about the whole first, what, almost two-thirds is setting up and showing, you know, this young baby, you know, and, or his family, you know, and everything else. And it's pretty much the Superman story. Then it bounces over to, Wonder you know, uh, actually, I thought it was the uh, Green Lantern Green type of corpse, you know, oh, explaining yeah, all that. Yeah. And then it talks about Wonder Woman, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's basically the same stories. And then in, like, what the hell is it? Three like, pages. the last three five to three pages, done. they are, they're, yeah. The they're baby gets out. killed by William Leather. You know, they're basically telling him, oh, go get it. ready because... Uh, Kim, you know, uh, Visible Woman is about to take out this freaking Amazon that's coming at us. And he's telling him this while he's ripping this freaking lantern out of the the guy that they, you know, kidnapped or whatever yeah. the hell else and killed. Yeah, they you didn't know? even show Wonder Woman. They're like, yeah, just no. shoot her. They just talk about the fact that they're going to about take her out, you know, whenever she yeah. shows up, you know, into the U.S. airspace. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. You know, and they basically keep these little trinkets as their trophies, you it's know, like, of, uh, of taking out stuff. Didn't, uh, didn't What's-His-Face want something like this? Like, yeah, well, that's interesting. Henry Bendix. <laughs> Henry Bendix. Look at this to Henry. He was asking which for something Which actually like this. has a role in the big image universe as being part of Stormwatch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, type, of, type of thing. So, I mean, that was their little tie into the whole universe, but... Um, dude, that face, those guys. Oh, like, yeah. This is like terror on their the face. The is so <laughs> it's fantastic. He's like, oh, you should have told me. See you later. But Fire the, it up. But the and whole thing of like, William Leather, in his just whole nonchalant way, he was like, ah, look, it's a little baby. <laughs> hey, but I got your freaking robe that you want or whatever, you know, that you're looking for. I don't know what for. this is made out of. <laughs> what it's made out of. You didn't tell me that I was supposed to keep the little runs alive. What the hell? Well, then, it, I, that was interesting, too, though, because, like, uh, you What know. kind of powers he got, though, that he could take out freaking, you know, Superman well, right? as a baby? I don't know. But but that whole freaking issue is just, uh, it's, it's like, heartbreaking. No, it was the one before where, wasn't that Superman? No, uh, it seemed like Superman where that spaceship crashed into the house and, like, killed everybody. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you didn't know what the hell it was, but, I mean, it was basically just some, you know, imaginary guy that they brought back and broke, what was it, 10 laws of physics and right, killed but everybody. It, but it was <laughs> like the, it was like the Superman, because you're thinking, oh, this Possibly. is Superman coming. I didn't put I that together, that but, uh, it's just you, though. But I guess it could be. I mean, you've got the spaceship crashing. I mean, I thought yeah, but it there was... was, but yeah, but they, their whole experience was the fact that they created a fictional planet, then they went and landed there and brought somebody back. So and you got like because it crashed through the house and like the yeah, it does kind of work like dead. a barn. Superman landed in a field. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm like, what if Superman didn't land in a field and what he crashed into the house and what killed Mom Pop what That's, That's what true. I thought it was. Very true. Damn, that's not how it went. And I was that. Was that it? We got another one. We got two uh, more. So we got two more issues. Nick Fury. And Where so it's basically Starenko, just... Nick Fury. Yeah, it's oh, basically yeah. the Nick Fury type thing or whatever you want to call. Shield. Yeah. And their little gadgets and stuff. But the end of it is where, you know, basically Elijah's talking with, uh, is it like John Stone or something? Yeah, like John Stone. Yeah. You know, the Nick Fury lookalike. And going, right. Hey, I've, I know you, but... Well, I think about it. blocks and... Who benefits? Who benefits from you? Not well, remember. but he in particular says that word about, you know, right? Hey, do you did you who wrote the planetary, you know, yeah. what the hell that was it called? Planetary Guide of 1939, or did you read that? You know, which all of a sudden after he mentions that, boom, 
yeah. the memory blocks start falling apart. So how much does that Mr. Stone know or whatever? Plus he works for Anna Hark to boot, which is yep. another thing to the Hark Corporation and whatever the hell else going and on. And 12 isn't really anything. It's 12's not much of anything. Revelation. It's just like the big reveal of, oh, who's the fourth man? It's me. And a bit more foreshadowing, you know, because yeah. it has that whole page of, you know, like, of some different me. little memories. And then it's basically saying, okay, it's on with the four, yeah. you know. Don't be yep. too good. Cause... And I finally, I got to read that, which you guys read last time with the Hulk. Uh, with nice. the Hulk. Didn't you like that page though? That big spread of Elijah Snow though, beating the crap out of that or busting up that uh, table table yeah. that he freezes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, that is just a great spread there. So, I mean, you know, just some good. You guys read this last time, but yeah. So I didn't. Maybe I'm stupid. I, didn't quite I don't follow. know. I think it's a little odd. So the dude, they dump him in a bunker uh-huh. and drop a nuke on him. And all sorts of other crap. And then they don't feed him, and he dies at, like, freaking... 1983, 20 years later or whatever. And then he said, my wife had a little girl six months later. I've never seen her. I thought that was odd, too. Six months after after they dumped him in the thing? I know, that's what I'm wondering. Six months after he died in 1983? I'm assuming it was six months after they dumped him. him, You know, They're insinuating that somehow... Right, well, she went out there to see him, which was odd when I read it, but then he's like, why that's would he say, baby. I've never seen her? I don't know. I don't know. That's I, like, that's I, I agree with so you that, weird. that last... I, like, I went back and I was like, what is going on? No, I thought the same exact thing, and I just blame it on the fact that it was a preview. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good. Is this... Because 25, right? 27? 27. Something up there. Yeah. I don't know that I've even cracked open my second volume, so I'll have to see. They better all be in there. Wow. They probably are, except for that, like that last issue. That this is only twelve, so the next one is fifteen. The next, they're the last issue I remember. Like, took it it came out like I was thinking almost two years. Yeah, it was a long time after the yeah the other. So, are we doing the next six then? I'll figure out what the trade has. Yeah, I don't know because I just got single issues. Let me know. It's upstairs somewhere. So I know you can just you can text. Send me an electronic mail. Look at that. Yes, yeah, cool an thing. email. What are all those pages behind there? I think it's all their pages, the pages from the, from the, all the, the issues. eleven issues before yeah. for the previous issues. Cool, that's neat. In different ways, yeah. Did you guys notice? Like, nope. it's it's not that important, but like, well, why um, I think you there should. were a couple panels. And I was flipping through it, and I didn't mention it, but the artwork just looked weird. Yeah, Cassie does a lot of weird, like, changing up the style. But it was I, only, like, a panel or two. It was, was, like, it was somewhere. I, I caught the same thing. I don't remember which issue it was now and which. Right here. It's 12. Like yeah. this. Like Where this, all of a sudden, and then you these, go, this I looks with you. the same. And then this happened. But they do this weird, almost watercolor look or something. And then it happened again. But it was all in issue 12, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know what he's trying No, to I totally agree with you. I th- I saw that too. Maybe his thought, assistant did those panels. Because it's in my single issues that way. I guess that, that was way. it. I think I saw it. Yeah, somewhere else. Cassie's artist, he's really interesting the way he flips styles around and does different stuff. He does. Yeah, but it, it really seemed out of place. Oh, yeah, it, it does. does. It, even in a panel, because yeah. this is normal, and then, and then this all space, two panels, and, two, yeah. and I'm like, whatever, it just seemed weird. I thought it happened again, but maybe not. Maybe not, I don't know, but I'm I'm with you. I, I remember seeing that same spot. 
you know, type thing of what was going on. And yeah. going, wow, that's really odd. And thinking, I almost was wondering, did a different artist like come in there? You know, and so I like For actually, I actually else. like flipped back to like the beginning to see if there was like anybody else that was credited and stuff. Uh, Here, finish this half of this. I know. Do this one. I'm gonna go play. <laughs> I'm gonna go Mortal Kombat for three hours. Uh, something. Okay. All right, that's all I got, man. Is that all you got? Come on, Don. You got something else, right? Nope. No? Why are you dragging him out? He's done. He's done, huh? All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll thanks be for here in a couple weeks, maybe, because I'm going on vacation. So the we'll see how that works. sweet are done. Bye.